I predict I'm gonna have to poop about halfway through from all the coffee. Yeah, that's another thing I was just kind of thinking about. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, should we get this going? Yeah, I'm just seeing how this feels. That's loud. I heard someone say they were they were a chin on the mic type of person. I was like, who's that? What? What are you talking about? When I was listening to uh, to Marty and Sarah, they're talking about like mic placements and stuff. Well, yeah, if you're if you have like a, a holding mic, you you want it literally li- almost like lip to lip to mic. Your mic, the mic that you have, Doug, does not need to go on your chin. You don't need to put my chin on it, Bill. No, you don't need to put your chin on it. We finally almost figured out your mic situation. Mm-hmm. And now you're fucking it up. It should be better now. Yeah, that's fine now. If I don't get all Likely. fucking excited and like lean way back and then and then with Claudio. Claudio? Welcome to It's All Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Bill. And my name is Doug. And we are two men in our 40s talking about professional wrestling like only men in their 40s can. Yeah. Woo. No, I didn't mean to woo. Uh, no, you love yeah. you are a You are a woo boy. You are official woo boy. Doug? Yeah, I am. Sorry. How is our week? How is our week? No, I don't want you to talk for me. I talk for you. How is our your week? Our week was Doug? good, Bill. Doug, pull away from the mic. It's not on the chin. God damn it. This is where right. I put my no, chair closer. Oh, fuck. Okay. How was your week? It was good, Bill. Um, You worked? I worked. That's the and typical. Did uh, head down to Denver last Saturday for a little New Era Pro Wrestling, Red, White, and Bruised out of Mile High Comics. The beautiful Mile High Comics. Beautiful. Have you been in there yet? No, I still haven't gone. Have you seen the outside of it? Well, no, it's not something you would drive by. (laughs) No, actually it is. I know exactly where it is. Oh, do you? I've... Yeah, yeah, I've driven by it many a times. Okay. Cuz it's one of those things like when like I was really into comic books like 6th, 7th, 8th and a little bit into freshman year, you mm-hmm. know, grades. I was uh there's always huge ads in I don't know if they were in the DC cuz I, I was a Marvel collector, but they always had huge ads for Mile High Comics in okay. the Marvel Uh, comics and i was just like always wanted to just go down there as a kid so when i passed by it and i saw the big ass fucking banner on the side of it i was just like oh shit that's where malhai comics was because they actually even around here they had like little satellite stores um that i went into a couple times like i went into the satellite stores that were up here but i've never been to the the warehouse because it's supposedly, yeah. supposedly, it's supposed to, it was at one point like the largest collection of comics in the world 
or at least that's what it, the ad used to say back in the nineties. The I can definitely see it. Like it's kind of after hours. So I haven't really adventured into like the comic or side of it, but I mean, mm. it's a huge building. Yeah. Usually like when I've been into comic book stores, you know, you got a few little rows and <laughs> not too huge of a selection, but this is giant some uh cool collection stuff as you first walk in like first edition spider-man signed by stan lee on sales five thousand dollars who who's stan lee uh he's uh stan hansen's second cousin oh okay i mean that makes sense right mm-hmm. yeah it's a little new era pro wrestling um Fun as usual. I'd say the two best matches were a boy Bruce Rogers versus Jensu. Fun little okay, little, little big boy match. I have no idea who that guy is. The other guy, Jensu. Yeah, in that uh, in that reel I made on Instagram, he's the he's the big boy. He's the the beef slapping that was happening. Okay, who did a for a two hundred and eighty pounder? Did a really good sling blade. <laughs> Which is, I, I I will say this, I think the sling blade, if it's done right, it's amazing. But there's so many times where it's done like shit. Yeah. Like, I hate Finn Balor's sling blade. Doesn't, like, I just, it doesn't look fucking right at all. Penta's is hit or miss for me. Penta's can be hit or miss. A ton of is really good. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, his looks really good. There, and there's a female that does a really good sling blade too that I really like, but I can't think of who it is off the top of my head. Is it Brett Baker? Is it Brett Baker? It's. There's, would there be a move? Uh, you know what? It actually might be Brett. I think so. I think it is Brett because I'm always. It's one of those like, oh shit, she can do a move pretty damn well. All right. Going back to it, so you, Jinsu. Is it Jinsu? Like the knife? I, I think so. <laughs> okay. And then like what they was don't the say one? his name very often, and they don't put up really flyers or much. And he's not on any social media that I can find, so okay. it's been hard to find his name. And then the other match was probably a tornado tag team match with uh, Cody Devine and Logan mm-hmm. versus these other two guys. <laughs> Again, they're really bad. They're not that great at yeah. It's like they they say their name maybe once. They don't really put them on the flyers or social media very well, unfortunately. <laughs> I, th- I think what's going on back. There? Do you have do you have goblins? No, I have a seventy pound puppy throwing like huge like plastic bones down a flight of stairs. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And chasing <laughs> and chasing after it. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> I can hear Mama. it. god damn it anyway it's one of those things that unfortunately why it was so hard for us to like really find the denver scene is not because that time's not the best yeah not at the time promoted except for i i would say that uh lucha libre and laughs does does the best currently i would definitely say that i would say primos primos is really coming back i think 
And Rocky Mountain Pro was definitely and Rocky, out there. Rocky Mountain Pro does, but that's a whole, to me, that's a whole different animal, honestly. For sure. That's yeah. almost, yeah, that's almost like. It's, it's insanely put together, which good on them. I mean. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, Bill, how was your week? Did you do anything? Oh, exciting? you finally, you finally fucking wanted to ask me how my week was. Doug. My week was pretty okay. Cool. I went to the I went to the pool. Wow, my kids the pool. Today. Yeah. Well, a pool. It was a indoor pool, Doug. Was it Doug? I don't tell. I'm. I live in Denver. I don't know what you're talking about. I live in North Denver, Doug. Doug. Yes, Bill. Anyway, I, so I live I in saw, Northern. No, you live in Wellington. We've already established that. Anyway, <laughs> the. Do Jicky. What was I gonna say? Oh, every Pools. dad, every dad at the pool, except for me, had facial hair, which I thought was really weird because I thought the facial hair thing was kind of going away, but apparently it's not. I saw one guy that looked like a young, like world-class championship wrestling or um mid-south wrestling version of Jim Duggan. I okay. saw one guy that looked like a mix of like heel dude love mankind, like corporate mankind. Um, because it was when like fully did like he dyed his hair in like uh, he had highlights in his hair at one point. And he looked like a mix of, of that version of Mick and Van Hammer. Hmm. I saw I myself was representing George the Animal Steel, and it was a it was a it was a grand old time. Nice, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good old grand old Opry time, Bill. Oh, that's a Nashville reference. We're not talking about anything in Nashville yet, Doug. Not it's not on the docket this week, Doug. Next week. Next week. Even though they just added like another, uh, they didn't. They added. A match the Ric Flair thing. That and was, and then I'm seeing like every promotion, like WrestleMania week type stuff. Like, yeah, because they're 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 doing cards. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. SummerSlam is the second largest pay per view for WWE. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to kind of get everything around it, and plus, you know, the Starcast thing in general. Yeah, you know, so may as well just kind of build around it. Um, it'd be too bad that we can't have a non WWE pay-per-view to build something around like this and maybe even non AEW event too, to build something around because that would be kind of cool. If just the independents can kind of get their acts together and work together and put on their own wrestle fest kind of thing and take it from there and have Conrad Thompson, milk all the money he can off of rick flair's funeral because maybe that's what we could build it around is rick flair's funeral i don't know it could very it could very well be <laughs> i i saw some comments say like what if what if rick flair decides to blade himself and then just bleeds out because of his blood thinners well did you see the did you see that fucking video that they posted I heard about it. I saw like two stills, but I didn't have a chance to go back. Fucking lethal Karen Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett attacking Flair in the parking lot. 
and they punch they like punch him and then all of a sudden like they pan away real quick and then they go back down to flare and flare is just gushing blood and like his face was already red like in the whole process like it didn't make any fucking sense i'm like it it looked like shit he's gonna you know, die you know he's but gonna that's next week doug next week so bill on the show runner. this week run it i am i am trying doug what did i watch this week i watched i i, I mean we could talk about the mlb all-star game everyone loves that Honestly, I don't give a shit about baseball. <laughs> I didn't even know the all-star game wasn't was this week until like I was putting on wrestling or something and I saw like on a channel had the home run derby. I'm like, huh, that's this week. Yep. Okay. I heard nothing about it. Well, the only reason why I knew about it was because at one point in time the uh, the concessioneers uh for uh Dodger Stadium were planning on striking at the okay. all-star game. So that's the only reason why I knew it was kind of like coming up, coming up, but they eventually didn't, but they got a better contract. So that's, that's how good. you do it. So, but I, uh, yeah, nothing really else happened in my life. I don't think Doug. I made a bunch of nine-year-olds run, get them conditioned for soccer. But other than how, that, how's their sliders coming? Cause as you know, like you need the appropriate arm, uh arm release and mm-hmm. i don't have any mounds so i'm just like i built up a, a pile of like really loose rock like river rock for them to throw off of okay but i figured that would help with their core do so you, do you yell at them when they like slip and lose their footing yeah because that's fucking that's not discipline why would i not i'm not Fuck gonna it. have i'm not gonna have a bunch of soccer players who can't throw a fucking curveball that's all there is fucking to it like if you want if you want to pitch fucking four games in your high school senior year god damn it you're gonna thank me and i'm gonna get a card in the mail from your dad who -hmm. doesn't really give a shit about you and we'll just sit in his car during practices and probably watch porn is that what baseball dads do oh oh god i don't know baseball dads they're fucking scum god they're scum Fucking horrible human beings. Anyway. Doug, let's talk uh, about AEW. AEW, Bill? Yeah, Doug. All elite wrestling? All, all of the elites wrestling, Doug. Which is all our podcast is? Yeah. It is. Yay. Well, if another company wasn't shit kings, maybe we would talk about them a little more. Yeah. Fuck fuck that company. And let's talk about AEW. Rampage. From Doug's future home in Savannah, Georgia. Wink. (laughs) And that one pretty girl who was still in the crowd. Wink, wink. Doug. Not cool. Okay, you you finally got a little clarification on the Redeemer Miro. You were pissed last week that he wasn't was, affected no, not by last the week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it was the COVID episode. Okay. Like I'm <laughs> the one like dying from COVID, and I remember this. How? Yeah. What the fuck, Doug? 
Did he skip Pay a week attention. of promos? Uh-uh. What do you mean, did I skip a week of promos? No, no, did Miro. Did Miro skip a week of promos? I don't think so, because he did the he did the one, and then he did the Rampage one that you're referencing. And let's talk about that one, in which he's actually has half his face covered. Mm-hmm. The left side of his face is covered. And now he's confused, talking to God. Did the mist take me over? Are they recruiting me? Are you punishing me? So yeah. he actually acknowledge, acknowledges the fact that the mist is taking him over to an extent. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, we could go back to that uh, dynamite or whatever it was that promo that he cut that I um, was bitching about a couple of weeks ago that he's like, no selling the mitts because I still have it in my head that like, there's, there's no nothing covering his face at all. Like mm-hmm. he's just looking at the camera. He's like, Oh, you, you spit, you, you beat me. And man, and now it's starting to take cold and he comes out with cute Ray-Ban glasses for, for yeah. blind people. So at but least it, we're selling the mist now, but at the, at that point, when you heard that first promo, you didn't know that he was missed it at it. Not a fucking clue. So that's why I'm, I'm, I mean, I usually take on visual clues pretty well. Right. Like there's no, like for instance, hints. when we, yeah. Like for instance, when we were texting back and forth on the, Pro, the Miro promo from our Miro coming out from Dynamite. I was like, yeah, it's on the left side of his face. That's the same side that Julia Hart got affected by, which was also supposed to be, I think, technically where the devil's supposed to sit okay. is over your left shoulder, uh, based on superstitions, myths, whatever. While Pac was affected in both eyes. So he was able to maybe withstand the the darkness turning him. So I don't know. Like, but I take on visual cues. I understand how things fucking work. So I'm I'm saying that TK might be finally fucking listening to us again, though we haven't mm-hmm. we haven't talked to him or spoke with him in fucking months after the whole draft debacle. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Rampage in general, uh, you finally got to watch Gresham wrestle. Did um, it was okay. I felt like I was expecting like I guess I was too hyped up for it. That's fair. To him being the best in the world, but of course, I mean they're just not going to give it to you. Well, they're not going to give it to you on a Rampage. Like yeah, they might give sure. it to you on a Dynamite, but they won't give it to you on a Rampage. Yeah. I thought it was a good match. I mean, it was the only thing that I really gave a shit about during that whole rampage. I thought the dynamite before it was really good. Rampage mm-hmm. in general was meh. The Dark Order, Kings of the Black Throne was fine. Statlander, Athena versus the Renegade Sisters was okay. Yeah. And Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers was like watching Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where I just didn't care. Although I did like the shirts private party had. I like those private party shirts that they were wearing. Those were kind of cool. Now you did forget about probably the most important part of Rampage. And that was your sweet boys, the gun club coming out to talk about their actions against the acclaimed. But that was fucking messy and didn't make any sense. Like the best story in wrestling is like, completely falling apart and there's a new best just, there's a new best story in wrestling by the way is there 
Yes, we'll, we'll we will get, get there it. in a sec. Yeah. So tell me, Doug, what do you love about the Gun Club versus Acclaimed? What, what was so great? I loved how instantly when the Acclaimed came out, they were like the biggest baby faces. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of a sudden, just like that, they were like, it was kind of like when FTR finally switched over to Babyface. It was just like everyone all of a sudden was 100% by, behind them. Because all you need is someone turning on you or a slow turn or a slow realization that, hey, you're being an asshole. Like you should stop. It's easy. You don't need a cement mixer, a Lamborghini, a fucking ambulance, and Braun Strowman. You don't need any of that yeah. fucking shit. You just need to make it fucking easy. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's way the fuck easier than anything fucking WWE's tried to do. Yeah. You just have people that are good on the mic, good in the ring, and eventually people get behind them and then mm-hmm. do a quick flip and all of a sudden they're over huge. Yep. Except for I do have a quabble with a face flip from fucking, we're going into it, Dynamite from beautiful Duluth, Georgia. Doug. Yes. How do you have two great matches Mm -hmm. and then followed by a nice little congratulations ceremony involving a hip hop artist and then you just kind of lose everything except for a good promo by FTR and Ricky Starks being the greatest fucking guy out there. How do you lose an entire fucking show so quickly? Let's discuss. Let's discuss it, Bill. What, what happened? Well, okay. Brody, Brody King versus Darby Allen. Fucking amazing. <laughs> it was it was Darby dying every other second. Match. Yes. Darby was great. Mm-hmm. Like If you need someone to like show how... Showcase themselves, put him up against Darby because he does such an amazing job at just letting Brody look like an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. And Brody looks comfortable, which is something that we've been talking about how the last month or so. Yes, he's he's he finally slowly, looks... finally coming into his own. Like he's the monster that I've been seeing for a while. It's kind of what from hearing you talk about him, it's what I expected, mm-hmm. but didn't come out right away. And now I'm like, okay, now, now I see it. He's fucking that Gonzo bomb at the end. His Gonzo. Jeez. Was that a mess up a little? I don't know. Like I looked at it. Does he always just drop a guy in the back of his neck? Yeah. Or is it just Darby? (laughs) I think it was just, I think some of it had to do with just Darby, but I was worried about that Gonzo bomb. That Gonzo bomb was scary because, like, I don't. I mean, it, yeah, it just it looked scarier than normal. It happened so quick, mm-hmm. like you had him. It was the velocity dropped. of it. Yeah, like, yeah. and it was just, and I was watching where Darby's head placement was on it, and where how he was kind of being protected by Brody's thighs, and I'm still not sure if he was completely like it was just. I, yeah. It wasn't reckless. It definitely pushed the meter for both of us as watch, like just watching it, just how violent it truly fucking was. Which, by the way, fucking that is one thing I have been I've done this week is I was I've been listening to God the God's Hate album, like Brody King's latest okay. album. Yeah, yeah. I got back into it 
it's fucking so insanely heavy and violent and like i highly highly recommend like if you if you are impressed by brody king and his violent nature and just absolutely badassery Mm -hmm. check out the god's hate album it's fucking it's hard as fuck and the great drums in it too which is i think the drummer for it is the one that's writing the theme songs for or the entrance music rather for the house of black as a whole so okay nice yeah yeah and then you have the best story in wrestling right now best friends chuck taylor losing his son wheeler yuda to the black pool or blackpool combat club i always want to call it i always want to say because it's blackpool even though it's one word i always want to call it pcc that's why i always fucking yeah fuck it up i always have a weird time when i try to pronounce it too Mm -hmm. but yeah so blackpool combat club that fucking match was masterful in storytelling fucking trent hates yuda Always has, mm-hmm. always will. Always has. When when he first came back, we I was under the impression that Trent was actually going to go heel because Yuda took his spot. I, I had that in my head, yeah. and like he was jealous and like, how dare you replace me with this guy who can't even win and shit like that. That's where I thought the story was going to go with Wheeler and and Trent and everything, but no, it was Trent bullied Yuda to the point of not necessarily wanting to be in the group. And he goes to it, what everyone would consider a more, a more proficient group <laughs> across the board. Mm-hmm. And Trent still fucking hates him with a passion. Chuck is frustrated and sad and grumpy, but he doesn't want to hurt him because then initially all they're doing is just lockups and pushbacks and mm-hmm. everything like that. And eventually fucking Chuck just gets mad and throws him into a guardrail and starts kicking to him and kicking into him. Well, that's after, um, what was it? Trent was just beating uh, Yuta down. Yeah. So Chuck came in and, and pulled off Trent, turns around, gets elbowed right in the face by, by Yuta. Yuta. Yeah. Trent throws him out to the outside, and then Chuck goes out, and that's when he just starts throwing him into the guardrail. Yep. And then a little bit later, Yuta's on the ground, and like right before Chuck's about to do something, Chuck kind of just looks at Mox in disgust and then just goes and works on Yuta. Like it, like there's just so many different little fucking things that were happening and all that. And then there's, they're taking like best friends are starting to take liberties with fucking Yuta and fucking Mox gets a chair and chases after Chuck with it because you're, mm-hmm. you're fucking with my, you're, you're fucking with my new son. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. like it, it was He's my boy now. Yeah, it was so fucking good. And then Regal, Excalibur, Orange, and Taz on commentary. And like the little things that like Regal was saying during it, like he, they do the double power or the double pile driver spot where Chuck does a pile driver to Wheeler. And then right after that, he rolls him over and Trent does the same pile driver. And instead of, regal who at the the entire time regal was saying that like chuck and orange did a great job in training wheeler were just 
elevating what was already there. Or instead of saying that those pile drivers sucked, like they don't know how what they're doing, like both Chuck and Trent, he says that the training that he's been doing with Wheeler is to adjust his neck to a point where he doesn't take it as hard as he normally would. And that's why Mm -hmm. he kicks out of it. Like it's, it just shows you that like it, it puts Wheeler over on this whole like huge level of like, he's just absorbing all this information. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make just Trent the, or Chuck look like shit at all. No. And just then the, how are you to explain it? Because he turned his neck just the slightest bit and tucked it mm-hmm. in. He was able to withstand that pain or, you know, withstand those blows six months ago, this Wheeler Yuta would have been pinned by those, you know, by that combination that or by sequence. That set. Yeah. And then the seatbelt pin that he does, fucking orange, like the most emotional orange has ever gotten on a mic. Mm-hmm. Chuck taught him that. Throws his fucking headset down and walks off. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That, yeah. Fuck, that was good. Like, I mean, I, I'm obviously, I'm highly, highly invested in best friends. Like this is, this is a pro best friends podcast, but, Mm -hmm. and I, I love Mox. I heard so much about Yuda and then now being able to see him constantly. Yuda's a fucking, he's fucking amazing. Had a great show at the best of super juniors in new Japan. Mm -hmm. It's just, I'm very biased, but God damn, that was fucking good. Like that was, that was what I want fucking wrestling to be. Like it's, it's entertainment. It's telling a story. It, it's there's some there's some goofiness to it chuck taylor running around the ring like a doofus is funny orange mm-hmm. cassidy on the fucking commentary is still funny and yet it's still serious and i don't know i just loved it so anyway it, everyone added so much to it even though orange mm-hmm. cassidy said what six words him just being there like all the commentators still talk to him like he was part of the team and it still brought out a lot of the story behind the training of him and Chuck and Wheeler mm-hmm. Yuta. And yeah, it just definitely added having him there, even though he didn't say much. Yeah. Except for the end. And then Regal is just so eloquent, like how he explains so things. Yeah. How the fuck? So much. How the fuck do you get rid of fucking William Regal? How do you let him go? Yeah. How? Like, I mean, even if you're not having him as an on-air personality, like, he's just a guy that you, I, I, he's, to me, he's like how all, like, that second generation of, like, Kevin Owens, the Four Horsewomen, Sammy Zane, um, all those, that, that kind of group of mm-hmm. NXT used to talk about Dusty, right? Yeah. Like, there was that, the big swell up for Dusty when he passed. Like, I feel like Regal is the exact same kind of presence where he has just so mm-hmm. much wealth and knowledge and he's more than willing to give it to you. And like, I just don't understand how you could get rid of that from your organization at all. And yeah, it's just, it's I mean, fucking insane. We don't even go into reasonings, but no, it just, it's, 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 it was a change of course. It was a change of course. For sure. And that's why you have whatever the fuck NXT is now. And Mm -hmm. that's why you have some good stuff happening in WWE. There really is. 
there's some good stuff I think happening. Just be paying attention to things, but it still sucks. Mm-hmm. For sure. But so we go from that. We go from we go from Kevin Gates, your boy Kevin Gates. Doug, do you even know who Kevin Gates is? Never heard of him. Yeah, I I was kind of on the same boat. Okay. <laughs> I just so I, I I I'm we're old. We're fucking. We're yeah. 40 years old, and I can tell you, everyone who was in it, who was who was an Atlanta rapper from 2001, and like For from sure. like 99 to 2001, like Doug and I could have been like, oh yeah, you know, have you heard the new Nappy Roots album? <laughs> I can, I can name you every member of the. The dungeon, dungeon family, family and yeah. <laughs> like I mean, we're just so far removed from it. So I mean, I, I listened. I actually listened to some of his stuff today. It was it's it's not bad. It's yeah, it's. I don't know if you would like it necessarily, but it's not bad. Um, I see why I see why people like it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Varsity Blondes and Christian and Luchasaurus, and for some reason, we have a face turn. From the coolest dark character with nothing, no reason why, unless, unless it's not a true face turn. Is that, is that where you're looking at me like that for Doug? Does it go back to Christian or does he keep the evil side with jungle boy and they get fierce together? They get badass. No, I say, I say just, he's going to lure. He's, they continually break down jungle boy or he's back to just luchasaurus not 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 our sweet dark boy luchasaurus like in a matter of two three weeks he like i was entertained by him he is a whole different side and i yeah i'm luchas old luchasaurus got stale to me Mm -hmm. just me personally and yes yeah, I was digging it. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the same deal. Like, I mean, he was fine. I liked I've always liked the Jungle Express tag match. Like essentially yeah. it was just your typical um rock and roll express style match where he you you know you get Jungle Boy just takes all the heat, gets oh, he's getting beat down, he's gonna be done, and then hot tag, Luchasaurus just runs in does his you know literally six moves of doom and everyone just gets excited i still liked it i really did but you're right i thought as a character and everything he kind of fell behind on some certain things um and just he was getting boring and dark luchasaurus looks fucking cool and then we get ricky sarks it's fucking amazing against cole carter do you know who that is i do now okay did, did you do you know who it is now i tried to look it up and i couldn't find much on them there's jack just, shit about them okay so this is why cocaine is a hell of a drug and why tony khan is a coked out fucking nerd okay cole carter was the mobsters in nxt's little right hand man he was he went under a different name got fired from nxt for peds okay however they filmed a bunch of vignettes 
with him and that shitty Tony Soprano. Tony, Tony Diamante or whatever the fuck his name is. I, yeah, that D'Angelo. D'Angelo, it's probably D'Angelo. Um, but anyway, so they and so they were like airing up. They were airing all these vignettes still because they they filmed them, and then it was something like either last week or the week before. They there was a vignette with your with your sweet boy, Tony D De, Marmaluke Angelo. Mm-hmm talking to someone and they're like hey where's this one guy who is cole carter and he's like oh he's sleeping with the fishes now shark week doug shark week tony khan was popping himself by hiring that by bringing that guy in for a one shot so he could do sleeping with the fishes joke which they did they did apparently he was on a dark episode a few weeks ago or something or at some point he's been on dark well, good for him. But that's yeah. the only information I can find on the dude. <laughs> I, I I know that he's also wrestling with Braun Strowman in a minor league baseball park somewhere. So that's not part he of looks good. He 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 looked like he's a performance center pretty boy, and he's a pretty mm-hmm. boy. Ricky Starks is prettier. Mm-hmm. But you know who he reminded me of? Hmm. A bigger, a little more jacked. Um, Logan. Logan. I yeah. saw the same thing. Yep, I saw okay. the exact same thing. He's he's a pretty he's a pretty boy hunk. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so everything kind of FTR. Dax does a great promo. Dax is the best. We all love Dax. Yeah. Uh, they already got shirts. Yep. And then we have Tiny Hat versus fucking Eddie Kingston. What did you think of that? Just because I don't have my own voice. My voice is that of essentially a social media algorithm that's fed to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm on the page of I did not like it that much. Okay. I was confused why Sammy Guevara wasn't in the fucking shark cage in the very fucking beginning. Yeah. I And from that point on, I knew something dumb and stupid was going to happen. Not Sammy doing a 6.30 through bob wire encrusted tilapia and a table stacked on milk crates but something something else something dumb and shitty and just fuck all yeah and that took me out of the match really fucking quick and then when you see ruby soho running the machine and she has the key and she controls it if it goes up and down why the fuck do you need to control it if it goes up and down have the person put it up and fucking don't touch it. Well, but I, then I, someone yeah. can sneak in. But who would sneak in? They're on the shark tank. They're all in the shark tank, except for the obvious omission of fucking Sammy Guevara. Like, I think they, they, they could have fucking saved it. If, if like, it would have been, it, well, I don't know how much they could have saved it, but if we're saving it for saving its sake, if they would have had Chompy the shark at the commentator booth. If that was Sammy Guevara and he walked down to the stage and then attacked and then attacked Ruby. So uh, now I understand how dumb that sounds because of what's happening in the ring, but I feel at least better than what happened. (laughs) It's way better. It's still way better than what happened with Anna J. Oh, by the way, the dark order is just fine. Yeah. Yeah. With Anna Jay and it just and Tay Conte couldn't figure out how to open the lock, so they just 
Garcia, no, Garcia, Garcia, and Angelo just <laughs> slip through. Yeah, it's taking them so long, and they're just like, "Oh fuck it!" Well, I guess we can just fucking go out this way. And then Hager kind of get through. And Daddy Magic had to like climb over. Later. Yeah, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, Jericho getting the loss or getting the win. Sorry, Jericho getting the win sucks because it only prolongs everything. It was a Jericho. Jericho call that was Jericho's match. The weirdness at the end with Sammy and Jericho, and like they do a weird lockup for some reason. Like my kids were watching that and they're like, why are they just holding each other? I don't know. Cause then because Eddie was supposed to give him the spinning back fist and then he missed. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, because so like after they get the win. I think something Eddie gets up and pushes Jericho back into Sammy. Yeah, and, and so then they start holding each holding other. Holding Yeah, and so he's they're supposed to be holding him while Eddie is goes in for a spinning back fist and was supposed to connect with both of them. He misses Jericho completely. And so then they're still. Then they're still. So then they're still like holding each other, like oh. Excalibur's like, oh, spinning breakfast. And they're like trying to like, oh, you, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that just, it just, and then, and then Jericho going into the spider web thing that looked like shit. Like, it just, Eddie sucks. looks, Eddie, Eddie and then Eddie just, off. Eddie's just looking fucking frustrated and like half of it's because of, I, I don't know. It just, it sucked. That match He's having to get pulled out of the barbed wire every spot he takes. Every, I don't know if that's that typical in barbed wire matches. From the few I've seen, they're not having to get pulled out as much yeah. as I felt like Eddie was. No, that's it's 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 pretty, it's pretty common. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it. Yeah, it's pretty common. Like, there's if you ever watch Terry Funk going to barbed wire, just. <laughs> Because that's half the fucking match is getting Terry out of the barbed wire. As he's, oh God, oh geez, I can't feel my arms. I don't know why my, my Terry Funk is more fucking Paul Bearer right there. Fucking sorry, Terry. God damn. That, I mean, I love my Paul Bearer impression, but <laughs> not for Terry. But like, characters, characters, I can't see you. Where are you, characters? It just, it oh, sucked, man. It just sucks. Disappointing. But what's not disappointing, Doug, is the death before dishonored fucking pay-per-view timeout. Yeah. I'll be right back. You have to shit. (laughs) Huh? You You have to shit. Yeah, all that coffee is just no one drinks fucking coffee at fucking 1030, Doug. Hurry, quick. (laughs) God damn it. Who seriously drinks fucking coffee at 10 o'clock at night being like, well, it seems like a great fucking idea because, you know, I'll sound awake. And then he's like, oh, I have to fucking shit.
Oh, hey, Bill. Oh, hey, Doug. You know what I was doing while you were shitting and probably not wiping your ass appropriately? What? I was looking at this video of... What the fuck? I was watching this video that was on Twitter that was promoted because it's a popular video of the algorithm of the one guy from Stranger Things licking the other guy from Stranger Things' hand. And the one guy from Stranger Things, he's the big bad guy in season four. He's 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 pretty. He's a pretty boy. Pretty. He's the one that gets his hand licked. That's what I was doing. Huh. That's yeah. cool. So ring of honor, Doug, with your fucking crooked booty. Death before dishonor. Yes. 2022. Doug, this is a pretty damn good little card, buddy. This is a good card. I'm uh Highly considering getting it. Oh, about yeah. you? I haven't seen any prices, but you know, I haven't looked at the price yet either. Um, I know it's on fucking Bleacher Report. So uh, $29.99. If it's $29.99, that's a fucking I'll definitely do that. But I hope it's not much more than $34.99. If it's more than $34, only because I'm a poor person. And our president has COVID, Doug. I can't, you know, yeah. I can't really get behind it too much, but I don't, actually I might, I don't know. I'm, I really like, I really like this fucking card. It's this Saturday, uh, July 23rd from beautiful Lowell, Massachusetts, which is, I believe a death cap for cutie song that I really like. That's cool. Yep. You want to do the uh, the whole gimmick? What? I was just gonna say, hey, do you want do you want to play that one thing? Let's play that one thing, Doug. Okay. The who do you want to win? So, oh, by the way, one thing I want to point out: uh, Riccaboni and Ian Riccaboni and Caprice Coleman are going to be the commentators on it, which is good. Okay. Because I good. I've been worried about Ian Riccaboni's status within the Ring of Honor culture because I love Ian Riccaboni to death. And I think Caprice Coleman's fucking awesome. He's the guy that they've been having come on mm-hmm. during Dynamites and uh, Rampages. We haven't seen much of Ian. No, at all. Except and that's for was... a little in that promo. Yes, for Gresham and Claudio. Um, but I'm, I was happy to see that Ian, is, it looks like Ian's going to be main commentator on this one. Um, so very excited for that. Anyway, Doug, uh, right now, as of right now, uh, it is a seven match card, so that's a good that's a good number to have. The I wouldn't be surprised if they might add one to um, before or after or on Friday or something like that. Yeah, and I believe one might be on the pre-show or whatever they're calling their. Uh, yeah, I think they're calling it the zero hour. Zero hour. Yeah, yeah, and that, so that is that that first match is Allison K. Uh, versus our fucking girl, Willow Nightingale, who today, according to Sean Ross app, um, Tony Khan is very high on and is think is will say that she is going to be a star in either Ring of Honor or in AEW, which means that she, hopefully she'll be fucking officially signed here to something very, very fucking soon because she's fucking... I love Willow. I really do. She's... She's such a yeah. amazing act. Good wrestler, great act, super baby face, mm-hmm. lover. So 
She had a great showing in that tag team match on Dynamite. Great personality, great little promo, great charisma, and this is the best I've seen her in the ring. She definitely, mm-hmm. they let her do a little more. Yeah, yeah. And every time she's been on either a Rampage, a Dynamite, or a Dark, she's been awesome. She was doing some Ring of Honor stuff before. She was on Supercard of Honor even. Mm-hmm. Um, the last pay-per-view for Ring of Honor. She's fucking great. And also, Eddie Kingston name-dropped her months and months and months ago uh, during Did a Dynamite, it? during a promo. So if you have if you have Eddie's vote of confidence, then you have my vote of confidence. For sure. Uh, Doug, who would you like to win? Bill, I would like Willow Nightingale to win. I would too. I would too. I like Allison K a lot, uh, a.k.a. Serena. Um, she was a huge bright point during Billy Corgan's revamped NWA power shows in the very beginning. But I like I, I want Willow. I'm I'm just such a huge Willow fan. Like I I want everything for Willow. I really really do. Next match uh, just announced either yesterday or today, so Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, it is the Righteous, which is uh, Rob Zombie's little brother Vincent Bateman, uh, who's also in CYN and Dutch. Oh shit! God damn! I'm gonna get this right eventually. This is for the six man tag championship. Oh, the mm-hmm. so it's the righteous, which is Vincent Bateman and Dutch. I'm not familiar with Dutch versus Dalton Castle and the boys. Whoa, whoa, the boys. Whoa, 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 whoa the boys. Whoa, whoa, the boys. Whoa, whoa, the boys. Is it me or are these boys awfully distracting? I, I guess it's part of what they do. The boys. Oh. So when we were, quick side note, when Mallory and I were watching Rampage uh, this week and Gresham and Moriarty were wrestling, Mallory's just like, where's the guy with the boys? I want to see him. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I hope he comes back very soon, but his back's so fucked up. Like, I don't know how much we're going to see of him. But he's beautiful, and we definitely want him and the boys. Mm-hmm. And so I know I, I haven't All told her. Boys. I haven't told her that they're they're on the pay per view yet. But I got a feeling that will will help make the decision if we're buying it or not. Because <laughs> goddamn it, the boys are fucking amazing. Don Castle's amazing. I really like Bateman. I truly, truly do. Um, not sold on Vincent. He's a weird. I, I don't get it. But honestly, I don't know either of the right, either three of the righteous. I don't know Vincent Bateman or Dutch. I've heard Bateman, but mm-hmm. well, Bateman's Bateman's from the West Coast. He, uh, Brody King, uh, has he does some stuff with Brody King. Bateman has kind of like a, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it, uh, a vaudevillian kind of look to him or like he's the he's the villain but he also has kind of like a mystical kind of look to him as well he's he's cool i i really like him everything i've ever seen him and he did he was doing these uh i can't think of the promotion off the top of my head but they were doing these essentially no ring at all matches in these bars in uh la and it was just like it was it was some crazy shit 
and like and it, the cards were always really weird but he he was always featured in those Brody King that's kind of one of the places where I started seeing Brody King uh Luchasaurus was even in them for some like really? I mean it was just that that Southern California uh scene was really blowing up at the time and Bateman was part of it I personally I'm gonna go with Dalton Castle and the boys because god damn it they're fucking beautiful all the boys Bill all the boys, all the boys. All me right. too I mean, this. What's great about this whole pay per view is, other than the zero hour, it's all for belts. So we, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pick this at random here. Uh, next belt or championship, rather, is for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. You have Wheeler Yuta, who is the champion, versus Daniel Garcia. Doug, who would you like to win? Bill, I would like Wheeler Yuta to win. That's very fair. I I don't want to say that this is going to be the match of the card because I'm also seeing the tag team match, but this very well could be the match on the card. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go with Yuta. And then if you would have asked me three months ago, though, I would have gone. I would have been yeah, full fucking Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, all Garcia. But I I fucking love Wheeler Yuta right now. Mm-hmm. He's he's fucking beautiful. Uh, so the next match we'll go into for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, the champion Samoa Joe, who is damaged beyond belief, versus Jay Lethal. Doug, Doug, who would you like to win? I would like Samoa Joe, Bill. What about you? You seem a little conflicted, or not caring? No, no, I care. Like, I mean, I think the build for this match is good. I like this match. I like Samoa Joe. I, I still have my druthers with Jay Lethal. He's had some amazing fucking matches. Uh, and I know he's fucking good. But the fact that he's on the fucking Ric Flair match and he doesn't have necessarily the best record as far as being nice to ladies, possibly. Um, but I do like Sanjay Dutt. I do like Satin Singh. <laughs> and I uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think... I'll go with Joe. And it's just because I want, honestly, it's because I want Joe to be fucking healthy and I want to see Joe on a regular basis. So I want Joe. But if Joe's fucking so goddamn beat up, I don't want Joe. I want Joe to, Joe could be a great fucking commentator or, you know, 50% wrestler or something like that. I just, I don't know. I just, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Okay. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. This is a two out of three falls match, Doug. Your champion, my champion, all of our champion, FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood versus the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Doug, who would you like to win? I would like FTR. I'm... But your gut's saying I'm a little conflicted. I'm a little conflicted on it. I know it's who I, do I want, but I'm wondering if they're going to give it back to the Briscoes with them focusing on New Japan and with the fact that the Briscoes were just signed long term again to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And if they beat the Briscoes again, who's in that tag division that's eventually gonna beat FTR, oh, well, so I well, uh, well, I think uh, 
I don't know. Yeah. So I, what do you think? Or who do I'm, you want? Uh, well, I want FTR. <laughs> yeah. I want I want my my belt collecting buddies to hold on to their belts so they're collecting them still. Um I still think I think I I think FTR is still gonna win. I really do. We've, we've because, only seen so, them with all three ones. Yeah. But what I can tell you is for some reason, this is all dirt sheet bullshit. And I, I can't even tell you how long ago it was. It was forever ago. It was right, it was right around Supercard of Honor, actually, when they're okay. building that up. HBO Time Warner at the time, which was before Discovery bought everything, told Tony Khan that they didn't want the Briscoes on TV for whatever fucking reason. Hmm. So with that, it's tough to have a champion that you can't put on TV. For sure. So if I'm just if I'm going with it that way, FTR wins for politic reasons. Eventually, the Briscoes do win it when they convince people that the Briscoes can be the forerunners of the tag team division of Ring of Honor, which they have been mm-hmm. for the most part since like 2001. That's where I'm at with it. Um, if Briscoes win, I'm fucking great. Briscoes, I guess, like they're Briscoes match like if they had like a match that is their style of match it's the two out of three falls match like they've won like 90 percent of those matches that they've ever had Hmm. so it's like their gimmick match so either way likely this is going to be the match of the night likely i don't see how it couldn't be briscoes are fucking amazing ftr is fucking amazing they already had possibly the match of the year already mm-hmm. at Supercard of Honor uh, over WrestleMania weekend. So that's what I got. I like it. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. We have Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb. Doug, who would you like mm. to win? I like both of these two a lot, Bill. Yes. I was still high and deep for a while. I think that I think that Thunder Rosa feud and, and promos kind of like took the wind out of my sail with the the Serena. But deep, yeah, I think it happened with a couple of us. Bill, I would like Mercedes Martinez to win. I want Deep to win. It makes now that I say it, I already wanted to say deep, <laughs> it's like I, I, I'm just gonna say the first thing that comes out. I think deep down, I think deep representing Ring of Honor and that style and everything like that would be really, really fucking it just it fits in my head perfectly. Yeah, um, and that's kind of where I'm at with that. So I, I kind of just want deep to win. Martinez can do. I mean, if Martinez wins, I that's fine. But Deeb, it feels that they they were they were pushing Deeb to do something. Her being mm-hmm. in Ring of Honor and her being the champion in Ring of Honor makes a lot of sense, especially since there's nothing really for her to do in AEW, like that's an AEW moment. storyline, right? Yeah, for sure. So especially with especially with you know everything they've added here recently between Athena, Tony Storm, Willow Nightingale, maybe when they bring her, you know, get her signed. Yeah, there's a feud with like a Tony Storm or something, but then but where's that going to go? And then and then also let's not fucking forget the fucking ever looming Sasha Banks Naomi 
cloud that's coming like sasha like that's if if things happen like everyone's saying they are serena deeb in ring of honor being the ring of honor champion makes a ton of sense yeah for sure so you're you're switching over back to deeb yes no yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're you're zodiac on this one like i don't know the kind of talent women's talent that's over in ring of honor right now well that's the thing we don't don't know know who we we don't know what the roster really is like deep can be dominant dominant like who's gonna take it off of her at the same time martinez is really good too but i can see her putting over someone i mean yeah deep's a professional she'll put someone over but like yeah she's also you know a master in the ring Fuck, we also got like Dakota Kai that could come back, come over. That'd be a good. Yeah, see, there's so much Ring of Honor. Oh, it'd be insane. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you you could also, you could have like a Jamie Hader go down. You can have a Tony Storm go down. You can have, you can have fucking Julia Hart do stuff. Like, I mean, that's kind of. I would like to see him float Ring of Honor and AW women's rosters together a little that's what that well only it only benefited everyone well that's what the the plan is from that call that tony khan had today from everything that i was just reading that is the plan is that and it's not just the women's roster it's the men's roster too it's they're gonna they're gonna integrate back and forth it's gonna be two separate companies but you can work between each other the forbidden door right like this is what we wanted a year and a half ago where it's like why can't ring of honor just work with aew during Mm -hmm. the pandemic you know during the pandemic era even though we're still in a goddamn pandemic but why are these other companies so mad at aew for well because they stole with all their talent they're all the (laughs) talent exactly um but it's that's essentially what it is and and that's what Tony Khan's going to continue to do. He talked about strengthening uh, Ring of Honor's relationship with New Japan. So you're going to see New Japan belts coming over to Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor belts going over to New Japan, just like it was in the heyday four years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a lot of good shit there. A lot of good shit. Oh, by the way, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. guy. (laughs) Let's get the, uh, let's get the young bucks down there and have a, triple threat with we're, we're talking our briscoes and young bucks or any one of the fucking that's the other thing too like you were talking about well we don't know what the tag teams look like well butcher and blade or yeah. even private party or fucking you know you know you're gonna see red dragon you know you're gonna see some of those old-time ring of honor teams go down there for at least an appearance yes so i mean I, we're set up pretty like there's there's going to be some cool shit so yeah ring of honor world championship match jonathan gresham your champion my champion our champion versus doug's boy that he's been yearning squirming and just non at the bit claudio castanoli with his recola bomb doug mm-hmm. Who would you like to win? Bill, I, I would like Claudio to win. <laughs> <Bill>. <laughs> I want Claudio. 
that was kind of the reason I picked Yuta. If him, Yuta, and Claudio both win, they'll have three championships. Jesus, that would be an unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. With maybe the best wrestler in the world not having, having a, a belt. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Doug, I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. And it would also give Claudio his very first world championship because he's never had a world championship belt. If you want to call the Ring of Honor belt a world championship, I think you technically can because it's been defended on multiple continents against people from around the world. See, I was I was going to say Gresham right away, but now I'm just thinking more, more sweet boy Claudio. Ah, uh, fuck. I'll say Gresham. I'm going to go with Gresham because you need you. Uh, I want Claudio. I want Claudio. Yeah. The right move is Gresham. I think so too, but it's like, is it too early for Claudio to take a loss or is it because it's in ring and honor ring of honor? It doesn't really, it's not going to oh. affect his record. Oh, I just came up with a booking, a, a fantasy booking thing. That's do it. Really do it. good. Oh God. Uh, it's not that good, but yeah. I think it's good. Give okay. it to me. Okay. So Gresham wins. Mm-hmm. Claudio, because they've already mentioned that they've already mentioned this in a promo package that Claudio has never won a world championship belt. Well, who else has a world championship belt that he can go after? Mm-hmm. Mox. Right, Mox. So, depending on whatever CM Punk's movement is, but we can incorporate this with my grand scheme of Eddie eventually winning belt from CM Punk. Yeah, Uh yeah. So, Claudio somehow turns on Mox and either tries to wrestle the belt off of him, or when Punk and Mox go at it claudio does something to have cm punk win so who does that infuriate more than anything else in the world eddie kingston eddie goes after fucking claudio because you turncoat motherfucker i'll fuck you up john moxley's one of the only pure things in this fucking world and then so he goes after claudio after the fucking insane build mm-hmm and of Claudio turning on Mox. And then eventually he continues his path towards killing CM Punk because you're a goddamn turncoat. You don't do anything for the right fucking reasons. Yes, that's what I want. I want Gresham to win, Claudio to get insanely jealous and want a world title and cost it or fuck. I mean, we could even have Claudio beat CM Punk eventually for it, which would be fucking good. Claudio still mm-hmm. gets a belt. And then we have fucking yeah. Eddie beat it off of fucking Claudio, mm-hmm. which would still be fucking good. Either way, that yeah, yeah. I'm, like I'm, only, thinking about, I'm only thinking about Eddie Kingston. Bill. Huh. Bill? 
Did I take you somewhere this week, Bill? No, oh God, we're doing that. Uh, what, did, where did you take me? It's about that time. It is about that time. Yeah, you took me to somewhere. You don't know where. We don't know where. We took. We went to that one place. We don't know where. It's maybe Canada. It's either Canada or Michigan, as my guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Alpha One Wrestling crushed the line. There was a fatal four-way for the Zero Gravity Championship. It was Orange Cassidy, your champion, my champion, our champion, versus Effie, versus Dan the Dad, versus Danhausen. Doug? Yes, Bill? It was very interesting. (laughs) Watching this match... With all the anti Effie bullshit that came out earlier this week, and that being in the back of my head, watching this, yeah, overall fun. Like when you when you gave me the match, it's Orange Cassidy, Effie, Dan the Dandy versus Dan House. Like I mean, it's they're just it's gonna be dumb. It's gonna be people rolling out, people doing a couple spots, people rolling out. Like, it's going to be fun. It was everything like that. It completely was that. Effie dancing mm-hmm. with fucking Danhausen to tequilas. Fucking funny as shit. Loved it. Orange screaming. I'm going to, or did he scream? I'm going to do a suplex or suplex time. Uh, suplex. <laughs> or yeah. suplex. And then suplex time, he, something like that. Uh, yeah. As he yells it, he starts laughing to himself. He broke <laughs> character. I don't know if you saw that. That was, yeah, I did. he broke character. Dan the dad winning, he he, he pinned all three uh-huh. uh, competitors with an inside cradle, or uh, yeah, inside cradle, which is fucking awesome. Dan the dad is is really quite quite the character. It's it's a it's a gimmick I can get behind as as I myself am dad 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 me dad me dad. dad. He had a lot of good gimmicks in that match. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, a lot of fun little spots with him, and they all got had fun moments. Yeah, it was it was a very fun, lighthearted match. Really liked it, except for in the back of my fucking head. Like I said earlier, the whole bullshit with Effie yeah. and Sandra Moon in the UWGA match that happened and a call for cancellation right away like i saw i saw the call for cancellation happen before i even saw anything else about the fucking match mm-hmm. itself or the spot in question i sent i just sent the video that i found to you <laughs> with a yeah. quote saying god damn it mm-hmm. and going back to everything as long as there is no power being handed out as far as people being feared to book or being feared that they're not going to be booked again because everything got compared to Joey Ryan, mm-hmm. that piece of fucking shit, who did have power in booking because he had his own fucking promotion at one point in time. Not only yep. did he have his own fucking promotion at one point in time, but he was also a major voice and possible booker in PWG. Like mm-hmm. he had standpoints where he actually had power over people. Now, I don't know the ins and outs with Effie. I can't fucking tell you anything. All I can tell you is that people who I trust, people who I like and trust came to bat for Effie wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, and I've never picked up swarminess 
from Effie. I picked up swarminess from Joey Ryan. He turned it into something. I find Effie's stuff to be lighthearted when it needs to be. However, mm-hmm. I didn't like, I, I will say that I didn't like the fucking spot just because I just didn't like the spot in question. It, like no matter what someone doing, no matter what gender doing to what gender, that whole thing is just, I just, I'm not like, I don't like that kind of shit. Um, however, I'm looking at this and I'm watching. I, I almost called to, to uh, switch up the assignment. Okay. Because I already watched it before all that went through. Oh, sure. Like you weren't. And then all of a sudden it happened. I'm like, should we switch it? No, we shouldn't. Then after reading Sandra Moon, like I give everyone the benefit of the doubt right now. Like I said, I have no idea. I don't know that much about Effie. A lot of, from what I can tell, genuinely like good people are standing up for him and have nothing but good things to say about both parties involved. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things yeah. where it it took me out of it took me it didn't take me out of the match because I still loved it like I still it was it was goofy it was dumb it was fun I would recommend it I'm excited to see Effie because we're gonna go mm-hmm. see fucking Effie in a couple weeks yeah like he's like I'm and I've been excited to see Effie for a while now you know I was kind of bummed that he wasn't able to do the last Lucha Libre and Laugh show. Mm-hmm. I've been a big Effie guy. So I'm it, but, and it's just, it's one of those, I don't know. I, it it is such a weird line to Mm -hmm. be on because I'm not the anti woke, anti like cancel culture. Yeah. Because there, there needs it, that needs to happen. Like to, to progress Mm -hmm. as a society, we, we need to acknowledge things for sure. But there's also a point where you can't, that can't be the very first thing you throw out there. And the people who were throwing that out there, as far as going after Effie, was just like, it, it made a lot of, it, it seemed like they already kind of had a thing against Effie in general. Yeah. So as long as everything's fucking consensual, mm-hmm. then who gives a shit? Right. And don't, and no one's holding power over another person. Yeah. Like, unless, unless that's consensual too. Then who gives a fuck? Ah, oh, god damn it! Fucking internet, man. Anyway, now that you're listening so that was, to us on the internet, hi. So that was part one of our uh, introducing you to people. We are going to see at the next Lucha Libre and laughs. <laughs> Lucha Libre and laughs. Dan the Dad was there. Yeah. Orange Cassidy was there, and I don't. I don't think Danhausen's ever been. Danhausen was supposed to be there. He was scheduled. I, oh. He was scheduled to be there. He was scheduled to be there right after we like Colorado as a state went on lockdown and they shut down everything. Like it was like three days or two days after that all went completely down. But Danhausen was scheduled. That yeah. Now that you say that, like I didn't know of him at the time, but I remember seeing like the flyer i'm like who the fuck is this guy yeah like i i was i was hearing a lot of things about him and kind of starting to see i was seeing him i knew but i didn't watch anything of his but i was like yeah it was it was uh it was a thing so doug we go from alpha one (laughs) and a bunch of goofy people grinding grinding butts on groins and dancing to tequila to spanking 
and spanking and and whipping with belts Ooh. and doing and and dumping teeth into people's mouths too you take me back down the king's road bill all japan pro wrestling april 18th 1991 <laughs> at the budokan budokan yep budokan con gotcha we got jumbo jesus christ what the hell just happened i was gonna i lost my confidence in pronouncing their names so i went for my phone and they said they said saruta like forty thousand times during the fucking i know match. they did jumbo I think that been... versus what'd you say last week i i almost started to say mishawaka like because i added the mish I was going to say Mishawa, but instead of Masawa, Mishawa. which I have Masawa. no idea because I've never mispronounced Masato, Masawa, Mas- God damn it, Masawa. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like in my head that I'm fucked. Yeah, like. it gets in your head. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while since we've been down the King's Road, didn't it? It has. It was It was nice to be back. I, I just give me two big guys just slapping the shit out of each other. Just slapping to the face and getting pissed and going back after the other one and every single move means something and it's all slow and it's the it's the chops and the elbows and the slaps but it's slow and i'm not just doing it to hit 20 of them i'm taking my time i'm placing this elbow Mm -hmm. right where it needs to be as hard as it needs as hard as i can do it one thing I saw, and I'm sure I've seen this millions of times, but I just it 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 was really poignant to me for some reason in this one was Masawa throwing elbows into Jumbo's kidneys. Yeah, I, like I Jumbo that. was turned around and it kind of walking towards the corner a little bit, and Masawa is just throwing elbows in the kidneys. I'm like, I don't know if like if I've never seen that before, like I I mean, it was just one of those. It was one of those weird realism things because if you get fucking hit in the kidneys, it's fucking horrible. Like, and you're throwing hard elbows right in the kidneys. <laughs> yeah, and even if they're not hard elbows, they look like fucking hard elbows going into the kidneys. Like it's just that real. It's that next level of realism. That fucking crowd too. God damn, that was a hot masala crowd. Yeah, and at the end, Jumbo just fucking riles them all up. Oh uh, yeah, with those Sido suplexes. Just, uh. yeah. Then afterwards, you know his uh, his big fist pump, and everyone in the crowd is doing it. Yeah, man, the, Japan in the nine in the early nineties. That was a, that was a thing. Like it's one of those you can hear. You can, you know, first of all, both guys have amazing fucking entrance themes. And, mm-hmm. but like, as they're doing the, the ring announcing and everything like that, like there's that, there's a buzz in that crowd. And there's something about that kind of buzz. Like you can hear it, you can hear it in the Tokyo Dome in Russell Kingdom sometimes, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there's something about those, that, early 90s buzz in Japanese wrestling of the crowd murmuring to one another and mm. and, and every now and then you hear you know the Misawa! 
or you know, Ishii, like Okada, yeah. like you, you hear you hear those, but like it's just that buzz, and it's just it's so like you you this is a fucking match, like mm-hmm. you could you could I could show that to my kids, and they might, and honestly, they might be bored because of the pacing and everything like that, but I think they would least focus initially on it because of that buzz that crowd buzz the big match feel that you don't it's rare when you have that anymore yeah unless like i said like tokyo dome wrestle kingdom or g1 climax finale or semifinals which the semifinals are usually better than the finale but like even the closest thing I think we've had that to that in the States was probably Brian versus Omega or damn it. I did Brian, didn't I? Brian Danielson versus mm-hmm. Omega. Uh, not, not Daniel, Brian, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. But then you get like the, this is awesome chant. And you're like, mm-hmm. like there's a, there's that electricity that was happening between everything. And then this is awesome. I'd rather just see you on your feet and like see the excitement and like see that yeah you're actually enjoying this match. Are you you're by looking in the crowd when you have those hot moments, you can tell they're witnessing he's witnessing something special. Yes. Instead of just like you said, this is awesome. Like trying to get themselves that over. happens one or two times a night, like at every oh, fucking they- show. Yeah, the you deserve it chant, the fucking this is awesome. Like, the, actually, what's funny, though, is that kind of going back to last week's episode, that Rampage episode, the Rampage with uh, Eddie versus Tashida. Mm-hmm. That crowd gets murmur, gets energetic. You can watch them kind of as things are going. They're really like they're they're getting electric. They're getting electric. I mean, that's the only way you can explain it. Like. They're kind of getting, you know, edge of their seat. They're, and then by the end of it, they're just fucking going ape shit. Yeah. And it's one of the things that's like exactly how we would be if we we're in that situation because you know what you're about to witness. Mm-hmm. They're delivering. Yeah, it's it's answer. not Eddie versus Jericho in a tiny hat. Yeah, but anyway, I was just, uh, did you like the match, Doug? I did, Bill. I loved it. Is I. I could watch that style of wrestling all day, whether it's King's Road, whether it's the modern versions of it that Eddie Kingston has given us, but or no, or a strong us. style in New Japan, or yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Just I, I love some hard strikes, and I also love seeing some suplexes, and those three suplexes he put in the end were high arc and just coming down folding them up on the back of the neck yeah and it's something a little different it's not your brock lesnar release german or whatever you know it's what tech what kind of suplex was that technically well i so i would have called it i would have called it a while like a while ago a high angle back suplex okay now there's also a cyto suplex. I think they're the same thing. Once again, 
three people are yelling at me that it's not. But I'm going to say it's the same thing. I, I couldn't tell you that because okay. I can't tell you what the difference is. But it's a high I feel angle like when back they, suplex. I, I feel like when they call Saito suplexes, they're like, I've seen a few different <laughs> suplexes. And yeah, it's a little so more I, of an angle, I feel. I feel like well, it's gives... almost like an angle plex, or it's like the angle plex, where it's kind of like there's yeah. a spin to it. But mm-hmm. there was a point where I could have swear like Masawa was landing. He wasn't landing flat. Like he wasn't going straight back. He was kind of turning on it. That's why I want to call it a cytosuplex versus a high angle mm-hmm. back because the high angle back would be kind of the same thing, but you're landing mm-hmm. on your neck. You're not doing the Bret Hart back, you know, back suplex. Yeah. You're doing the I'm dropping you on your head style. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I just watch wrestling. <laughs> did you enjoy it, Bill? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean that, like I said, just the, the energy nineties wrestling giant Baba coming in out of nowhere. Fucking Jabba the Hutt in it. It was like 20 minutes in. It takes you out. Oh shit. Baba's here. Oh, oh, fucking Baba's here. Exactly. I did the same thing. I was just like, I'm just listening along like fucking the announcers are going, you know, saying Jumbo Saruta like every three words. And then all of a sudden yeah. I'm like, you saw no harm, no wookie, ha, ha, ha. You're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, Bob is here. No, no, no idea that Baba was here, but Bob is here. Yeah. Bob is here, everybody. It had to be a good 10, 15 minutes into the match. Well, at least from the start of the start of the like from entrances in, like it was probably like five yeah. minutes into the match, but yeah, so, yeah fuck, not hearing a goddamn word from Baba, and there he is. Yeah, oh, no, no, wookie, ha ha ha. And then I still all I hear is no baby oil, no, <laughs> which is not that's not Baba. That was a really bad, that was a really bad uh, Marty doing Andre. What? Marty doing Andre? Doug, quit drinking coffee. It's fucking like almost midnight. But I yawned. That and we're you, almost, you yell at me when I yawn. I yell at you. That, you that, yell at me all the time. So it's like, you almost shit your fucking pants earlier. Like I made it. Doug. <laughs> yes, Bill. Which what's the homework you're giving me? All right, Bill. If you cut on to my theme, I was trying to hint at you earlier. I'm pretty dumb. You're getting someone else that we are going to see August 12th at Lucha Libre and Laughs. Oh, there so, is a theme. This time, I'm taking you, really enough, we're going back to New Texas Pro Wrestling. <laughs> we, we love our New Texas Pro Wrestling. <laughs> For the New Texas Championship, you're getting one, the champion, Brian Keith. Okay, Josh Alexander. Oh, was this during like WrestleMania week? I want to say it was earlier this year. Okay, well, that could have been WrestleMania week because, like, yeah, because I remember Josh Alexander had a couple of matches, obviously, with some uh local Mm -hmm. uh promotions down there in in the Dallas Fort Worth area, which we're still not quite sure where North Texas Pro is based out of. 
Maybe they New can Texas. let us know. I was my mistake. Gonna, I, I said I, North oh, last time. Okay. Okay. So New Texas. I'm New Texas. Roll. I'm always going to call it North Texas now. You said it was Brian Keith versus Josh Alexander, right? Yes. And Brian Keith had the belts, that belt for a long time. Full year. Full year. Yeah. And last he's, he's, a, he has a big match coming up. I mean, he's, he's wrestling Austin Reddick for and Lucha Libre and laughs. But he has, mm-hmm. I saw him come up with another like big match here. yeah he's got several big names during that Starcast weekend okay his name's been uh pulling up in several different promotions in that time frame looks like he's yeah. having some good matches good well good for him yeah I'm, I'm i'm eager to see him i know when you spoke mm-hmm. with someone about someone's opponent <laughs> at this upcoming event that someone was excited that someone's wrestling that person and it's him uh someone wouldn't disclose who it was but (laughs) he said it was a big match that he was really excited about that he was by the fact that he was very very excited for this match it i knew (laughs) i knew it was you know had to be good yes so i know that's it would be a good introduction for just me to watch that Mm -hmm. so i know a little bit more about the the gentleman and Josh Alexander is fucking amazing. So yeah, that's no, that's cool. I, I will watch that and it'll be on the YouTube link thing. Yes, it will. All right, Doug. Well, I am doing something a touch bit different. Okay. I'm taking you back to July 19th, 2003. The Rex Plex in beautiful Elizabeth, New Jersey. This is Death Before Dishonor 2003, the very first Death Before Dishonor. This is not your main event, which is interesting, but this is Chick Magnet Punk versus Raven in the infamous dog collar match. This is the homage that Chick Magnet Punk and MJF had, and this was a match for death before dishonor because nice. that's a pay-per-view that's happening this weekend it sure is it sure is i've only i've only seen highlights of this match mm-hmm. i knew it was a thing i knew it was a big reference point and kind of a big part of cm punk's ring of honor career so yeah it'd be cool to watch it, yes yes it's it is considered to be one of cm punk's turning points as far as mm-hmm. next level for him in his career. Uh, and it's a, and it's a great match for Raven too. So, because Ravens just got released by WWE, maybe a year before there's nice. blood in it, Doug. Ooh, I, I would assume so. A okay. lot of blood well, bill. Well, it's a dog collar match. Yeah. All right, Doug, what are we doing? Bread? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's, what's on? What What are you doing? Just checking the... The time? Uh-huh. The bread time? The bread time? It's way past bread time, Bill. It's way past bread time because someone had to poop. You had to poop? No, Doug, you had to poop. Yeah, you almost no, shit your pants because you, you, you drank two cups of coffee at 10 o'clock at night. Well, B- Bill, are you doing anything exciting this weekend? I am. I am going to a political event on the during the thing in which you're about to promote. <laughs> well, Bill, 
<laughs> well, you're at a political thing. I will hopefully be at Lucha Libre and Laughs at number 38, somewhere mm-hmm. down in Denver. I think that's the one that's over in Rhino. Yeah. Or the ballpark neighborhood. Lucha Libre and Laughs, Day Drinking Demolition. Yeah. Gonna head down with the fam and uh, see the little... Bruce Wayne slipped out that real piece of shit, Cody Devine. That piece of shit. He's is he even on the poster? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember who I remember seeing Lipto on the poster and Bruce Wayne's, but I don't remember Cody Devine. Oh, a, f- a funny a comment from from uh, the new era show. The uh-huh. announcer introduces Bruce Rogers. <laughs> My daughter got excited and then he came out and she's like Oh man, that's not the right Bruce. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a huge uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce fan. Wayne's fan. J- just newsing by Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, yeah, that's fair. Because he's always like super cool with her, and he's super awesome with everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's, he and he seems like, and he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right there, Phil? <laughs> no, I'm confused. I'm I'm what? looking at. I got I my my it's almost midnight brain this is like hey look at twitter real quick and i'm confused so um no yeah unfortunately yeah i'm uh i'm doing things you got things wait is it saturday or sunday i thought it was sunday it is sunday no did you say sunday okay i thought you said saturday sunday if i did i'm dumb sunday july 24th 1 p.m yep all of you in colorado Free show, head on down. And drink whatever Colorado 38 has to offer? Mm, yeah. Isn't it a distillery? Bill, it's Colorado Social Frontier. Ugh. <laughs> That's all it says. Yeah, I'm like, it's a, uh, it's a, uh. I mean, it can be great. <laughs> it is, uh, it reeks of Bill should not go there or he'll be grumpy. The logo is a guy, a cowboy riding a buffalo. Hey, Doug, do you know why they call it 38? No. I know why. Because, Doug, Colorado is the 38th state of this great, beautiful nation. God, they're so fucking witty. Uh-huh. There was also like a brewery that had that a while ago. Yeah, it looks like it's, yeah. Looks looks like it looks like a nice place. Oh wait, they have Comrade Brewing over there. Oh fuck, they have Comrade Brewing. Go get drink yourself some if they have Comrade Brewing. Drink mm-hmm. Comrade Brewing. It's a great okay. fucking beer that for, has been around for fucking fifteen years plus, and they don't distribute any specific beer. I need to drink uh, from Comrade. Uh, any of their IPAs? That they're they're primarily an IPA. I know you're not an IPA guy. But I'll I'll try it. No, Comrade Brewing is fucking amazing. Yeah, it's it's fucking delicious. Like the huge huge fan of Comrade Brewing, and I like their logo, Doug. Yeah, what is it, Bill? It's a hammer and sickle, but using grains of wheat. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, cool. Right on. All right, Doug, go to bed. Good night. All right, good night. But before you do. Try telling someone about our podcast if you like hey, it or you don't. I, I had a dream and this is how we ended. We're just like, well, time to go to bed. Oh, uh, f- first Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Good night.
That's probably a lot better than how we do it. I had a dream that Scott (laughs) Hall came out. It was weird. Like I was running a, I was running a promotion and Scott Hall came out and like fucked everything up. But anyway, as, as we're saying goodbye, folks, tell someone about the podcast if you want or don't, but I prefer if you did, Doug would prefer it too. go to number 38 and watch Lucha Libre and laughs. Uh, cause it looks like a cool place to go, especially if you're white, um, and rich, um, white and rich and, and you like gentrification, go to our website. It's all pro wrestling.com. You can be any creed, color, orientation, gender, whatever. I don't give a fuck. You just can go to that website. We don't, we don't discriminate over there. Uh, Twitter. It's all, oh, no, I pro wrestling. Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. it's all pro wrestling. Uh-huh. And that's about it right now. It is. Go over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Like Ooh, some someone, people say. Some, some <laughs> people have been listening to some, no. some bumpers. Or Spotify. I haven't been on a big kick. <laughs> you, you, can, you can do it on Spotify too, I think. Mm-hmm. Or... Or you can just listen to all of our podcasts on our website and you don't even need to do yeah. any of that bullshit. We're, so. we're cool either way. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys and gals and folks and everybody for listening. I will check you later, dude. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Make movies. <laughs>